Hello, America and everywhere else in the world. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Corey Has a Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Easley, and it is Halloween right now, this moment. And I woke up this morning. The most exciting thing for me was that I didn't have to jump out of bed and do something today. And I feel like people people look forward to a day off for a lot of reasons. You know what I mean? Some people just hate their fucking jobs and they're like, I can't wait to not have to come in. Um, some people need the rest and, and I'm, I'm the, I'm the second. Sometimes you just, uh, you got to tell yourself that you need to rest because overworking yourself is not good either. So, um, I woke up this morning and I fucking ordered food, right? From the same place that I ordered food from whenever I have an opportunity to, uh, to, to lay in bed a little longer, you know? Um, I got a fucking cheddar cheese omelet. I know you want to know what I ordered. <clears throat> I got it because everybody's like, Corey, you've been looking so fucking lean, man. You've been working so hard. Well, there's a lot of reasons for that. There's a lot of reasons that I've been looking so lean. Um, and I'll tell you about them in a second. But I ordered some hash browns like a regular guy. Also, just only was at least 31 years old when I found out that uh, hash browns are made out of potatoes. Um, this is not a joke. I am dead fucking serious. Somebody said, well, I think my wife actually said, uh, hash browns are made out of potatoes. And I said, what? But now that I think about it, what else would they be made out of? What the fuck else would a hash brown be made out of if it wasn't a potato? And that's why they taste so good. Because honestly, I eat potatoes all the time. I love them. Potatoes are one of my favorite fucking things to eat. Um, And so it makes sense that I would love a hash brown. And it all comes together. And then you got the home fries, right? Are they really home fries? Are they shredded up with fucking peppers and onions? Or are they just chopped up little cubes of potatoes that are well seasoned or not? Um, Mashed potatoes. You got French fries. You got all types of shit, right? That uh, Potatoes, you can do a lot with them, you know? I'm surprised that we don't have like, you know how you can take cauliflower and make it look like pizza and shit like that? Like, why don't we have like potato, like full meals that is just everything is a potato, right? Potato cake. There's potato bread. Maybe these things do exist. I don't fucking know, right? Maybe I feel like I'm inventing things. Like when Christopher Columbus got to America and was like, I discovered this, but it was already there. You know, I mean, I don't know. I just discovered potato bread. Just want everybody to know that. Go on record. Um, so yeah, it's Halloween. I actually went out, which is which is rare for me these days. And it's not because I feel like when you go from being the type of person that goes out from Sunday to Sunday every single night for years, which is the type of person that I was, um, it didn't matter what the event was. It didn't matter. Like... I was either going to go out with somebody who said, hey, you want to just go grab a drink? Or I was going to go sit at a bar by myself. But for some reason, going home, just getting out of work and going straight home was never a thing I did. And now it's quite the opposite. Like, I work and I love what I do so much for a living that when I'm, d- and when I'm done, I'm like, well, I'm f- my fucking heart is full now. People say that, right? My heart is full and I'm content with the things I've done today. And now I want to go home and recharge so I can do it again tomorrow. You know what I mean? And 
I think at the time I was just trying to be out and about and social and also looking for some kind of fulfillment in some way. So um, now that I'm in a position, the position that I am, I kind of just like, I like that I get to work. I get to work out and then I get to rest and chill and hang out with my wife and shit like that. Like, that's dope. So whenever I go out to an outing or do something that's kind of like disruptive of my normal schedule, it has to be for me these days. Like, it's got to be. I got to like put some level of importance on the shit. Like, I'm not. Go like mother, cause this is the thing, right? Motherfuckers will invite you to do shit that's it's just on some last minute basis type shit. And I live in the Bronx. Motherfuckers will be like, "Yo, come to this party." Um, when is it? Tonight. Where is it? In Brooklyn. And my real response is, "Go fuck yourself," because no, absolutely not. And I can't believe that you would. Uh, just assume that I would drop everything and go to Brooklyn all the time. But that's the problem with Brooklyn people. The problem with fucking Brooklyn people is they never want to leave Brooklyn and they always want everybody to come to Brooklyn. When I'm putting my foot down and I'm not fucking doing it unless it's like a fucking milestone birthday party or some shit. So, yeah. Because motherfuckers will never come to the Bronx. I got one friend. I got one friend that came to see us one time up in the Bronx. And I'll, I'll always... Respect and love him for that. Not only for that. I mean, he's a dope dude in general. But, yo, like, these Brooklyn motherfuckers got it twisted. And I'm not fucking letting them do it anymore. But that's some that's some other shit. But if you live in New York City, or if you live anywhere in the world, and you know that you got friends that live on the other side of the world, and it, it starts to, you start looking at how one-sided the shit looks when you always go see them and they never come see you. I actually had to have that conversation with my dad one time. I was like, he'd be like, you know, you can come over anytime you want. And I was like, yeah, Yo, you know, it's funny. You can also come over anytime you fucking want. And speaking of my dad, I actually had a really nice conversation with him this week. I think as we get older, our relationships with our parents evolve in a way. Um, we're the, I think about this shit all the time. We're one of the only animals that like kind of main like we have this weird culture of like creating guilt for oh you got to treat your parents in a certain way and you got to take care of your parents you got to respect your elders and i think and i honestly still to this day and forever will think that's bullshit because i i feel like i'm also an adult now right when you see a fucking lion grow up and become an adult it leaves and goes and starts its own fucking lions. Lions have like a pride and shit, but like tigers are more solitary, right? Like a tiger will just leave and go fucking do its own thing and probably never see its parents again. You know, I have a cat walking around my house. I don't think she knows who her fucking parents are, you know? And she's fine, right? She actually, I think she thinks that I'm her parent. But what I'm saying is um, you have, you build a relationship with your parents as an adult because... I don't think because you are obligated to. I think it's because you want to and you want to keep those people in your life and respect them because they are your parents, right? If you're going to have that relationship with them, then do it. If you don't have a relationship with your parents, you know, it's also that I don't know what the circumstances are, but I feel like we we just put too much 
pressure on people. Like if your parents are assholes, I don't think you should have to fuck with them. I don't think you should have to talk to them. If your family sucks, I don't think you should have to go see them on the fucking holidays. I think they can fucking suck it, right? So uh, anyway, coming in hot. I had a great, <laughs> I had a conversation with my wife last night where I called her to quote unquote express myself about the way I felt about certain things. And she said, this is why I don't listen to your podcast. <laughs> and I said, yeah, sure. That's why you don't listen to my podcast. And uh, we laughed. But um, yeah, I guess she does get it 24-7. So anyway, I originally, about a year ago, we're about to enter November. So coming up on a full year ago, I decided to quit drinking. I decided it was no longer serving me. It was not helping me become better in any part of my life. It was damaging things, actually, for me, like relationships and my own mental health. And, uh, you know, if I, I could sit down here and talk for hours about the choices that I made while I was living the lifestyle I was living for a long time, you know? I mean, there's no... I wouldn't be sober and just be hiding in a bathroom doing drugs if, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if I was sober, that wouldn't happen. But if I was drunk, right? So I was just doing all types of shit. I was lashing out. I was just, kind of, you know, I was becoming a guy that I didn't recognize anymore. And for me, if, in a nutshell, I'll just say, um, coming up on a year later, I'm 100% really fucking happy with the choice I made. And when I first decided to stop drinking, I told my dad, hey, dad, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm on like a sabbatical, right, I would say, or something like that. And he'd be like, and my dad basically called me a pussy. Like, he was like, I don't trust a man who doesn't drink and all this dumb bullshit because he, I think sometimes when people tell you something that's like powerful or it's a thing that takes strength to do, but you don't have the strength to do it yourself. Sometimes we get defensive. You're not even being attacked. Sometimes you just get defensive. You know what I mean? You ever talk to someone about an accomplishment that you had, and they start immediately talking about how they're trying, oh, I'm trying to do something like that too. It's like, yeah, that's cool, but isn't it cool that I just did this thing? Like, you can't just let me rock and be like, Yo, congrats. That's really fucking dope that you did that. Like you got to you got to jump in with your shit. Like it's hard. I think we not intentionally. I don't think people have uh ill intentions or are necessary. I think inadequacy and insecurity makes us feel like we constantly need to be like, "Yeah, well, I'm I'm cool too." It's like you can't just go, "You know what? That's really cool this person did that." Maybe internalize it and be like, I should start today. Like today is the day that I'm going to start making different choices, right? The it, it, the system is so set up. And when I say the system, I'm not talking about what people talk about when they say the system. I'm saying like things are so, so set up in a way that we like perceive days in a certain way, right? Like, like it starts Monday. Why can't it start Sunday? What's what's the reason it can't start Sunday? Because somebody told you on when you were a kid that the seventh day God rested, and now you think that Sundays is just a day that you should be fucking not doing anything. Why can't you start Sunday? Why can't you start fucking? Why didn't you start yesterday on Saturday when you were sitting around laying 
laying on the couch, not doing shit, thinking about, wouldn't it be cool if I just started taking care of myself a little better, you know? Um, so yeah, I think when I first spoke to my dad about the fact that I was going to start taking care of myself a little better, I think he started, I think he took it in a way where it was like, man, that's some shit that I, I wish I was strong enough to do, right? That's some shit that I wish I knew how to do. I never thought about it. But if you are a person who consumes gallons of alcohol on a weekly basis, as I was, um, you have moments during the week where you're like, why do I do this, right? You have moments during the week where you wake up in the morning feeling like like a fucking absolute bag of fucking garbage. And you're just like, Yo, I really just did this shit again. And I don't remember what I said. And I don't remember how I responded to that message. Why was my phone even in my hand to begin with? You know what I mean? Like, after a while, it's like, you are you going to get tired of that? Or are you just going to keep doing that and making jokes about it? Like, ah, I'm such a mess. I'm such a fucking mess. Yeah. And then and then you're 27 and you're doing it. And then you're 35 and then you're doing it. And then you're 42 and you're like... Am I still doing this? You know, I don't know. I know that for me on my path and on my journey, I don't want to be that guy. But anyway, so my dad called me a bitch. And um, a couple weeks later, he gives me a call. Decided after that conversation, hey, I'm going to step back from drinking too. Now, a little backstory is my grandfather died in 2016 from alcoholism. On top of that, all of the fucking old men in my family are dead. All of the men specifically. I if you if anyone would have been at my wedding, you would see that the fucking people that were family there were all women in their like fucking forties and fifties, and I think some of them are lying and are in their sixties, you know. And I don't give a shit because I I didn't have time to worry about that. But one day I'm gonna find out and I'm gonna get to the bottom of this. But uh yeah, because all the dudes died. I'm not exaggerating. They're all drunk pieces of shit, and I thought Oh, I could easily become a fucking really problematic drinker. I mean, shit. I mean, occasionally I am or was. Uh, so I didn't want to be that guy. And so a couple of days ago, I told my dad, hey, it's almost been a year since I've had a drink. And he said, I'm, he's like, wow, like, I'm super proud of you. Like, that's huge. It was some shit like that. Like, he was just basically... And he started talking about, like, the alcoholism epidemic. The alcoholism problem um, in our family. And just, like, how, you know, this shit's all hereditary and stuff. So, it's uh, it's nice to come to a major milestone and think about all the good shit that started happening the second I decided to make that choice. So, I'm coming up on a fucking year and I feel like... I feel unstoppable, you know, I feel like I could bust through walls like the fucking juggernaut, so congratulations to me, which leads me to uh, my point, I decided to give myself, and I've been saying this a lot, I've decided to give myself non-negotiable things that are for me, for me only, that I need to do to make sure that I'm okay, right? We Sometimes we spread ourselves too thin 
Sometimes we promise too many things to too many different people and we sacrifice our own health, whether it be mentally, spiritually, physically, whatever. Um, and I just refuse to do that shit anymore because I know how good it feels to, to, you know, have a relationship with myself where I'm like, yo, I like this dude. Actually, I think this dude is dope. You ever a fan of somebody? You like, you see like the celebrities that you idolize and shit. Like I love The Rock, for example. Um, and I find myself looking at people that have been through things publicly and talk about them and have been able to overcome huge, like, you, you know, you look at like Kevin Hart and shit like that. Like I'll just mention two guys that are friends, not on purpose. I was trying to avoid that. Uh, (laughs) but I like people that just don't fucking quit. And they're always, and like it's inspirational, even if they're not trying to inspire people to do that necessarily. Like, that's not their goal. Their goal is to be good at the thing they're doing, but it inspires you, right? Like, I love that shit and I'll never stop. Now, important conversation I had with my dad was great. It was cool. He was supportive. He didn't call me a pussy this time, so that was nice. Now, um, do you think that you deserve good things? That's an interesting thing I've, I've been thinking about that a lot lately because I go on my phone or my laptop and I start like shopping a little bit and I've never really been a huge online shopper never really been a huge online shopper but lately I'm like let me see what's up on this uh Saks Fifth Avenue website right and I'm looking at these Gucci wallets and I'm looking at the wallet that I have that I've had for like the last seven years that's a piece of shit and it's falling apart and it's a Herschel wallet Herschel is a respectable company okay you know, they make luggage. It's nice. It's a little It's a little expensive. It's nice. I don't give a shit about the fact that it's expensive. I do like the way it looks, right? If you're going to spend money on something and it's fucking ugly, come on. Remember when you were a kid and your parents didn't understand, like, why you wanted these sneakers or some shit? Like, they're ugly, though. It's hard to rationalize spending money on something that's ugly, right? Also... Funny enough, sidebar, I've been thinking about the word ugly a lot and how harsh it is to call someone ugly. (laughs) Like, that's fucked up, right? Let me look up the definition of the word ugly. Unpleasant or repulsive, especially in appearance. People in school always told me I was ugly. It's the example they use. Jesus Christ. Um, And then you talk about, like, violence and shit, which some people also believe is ugly. Some people love violence. Hi, kids. Do you like violence? Um... But yeah, so I'm thinking about buying a Gucci wallet and I really feel like I should. I should just pull the fucking trigger on it because I feel like you would expect me to have a Gucci wallet. Nobody thinks that about you, Corey. Yeah, they do. They all think it. They think it all the fucking time and they're thinking it right now. Yeah, you know, I could have a Bottega Veneta. I could have a fucking Louis Vuitton, but I want a Gucci. You know why? Because it's just trashy enough. And that's what I feel like. I feel like when I get dressed and I'm not in gym clothes, I want to look like I want to look like I would walk into an underground gambling fucking ring and I would be like the guy who owns the place and shit. You know what I mean? I want to look like not a bowling shirt, but a bowling shirt style, pinky ring, gold bracelet, gold chain, silky shirt. Gucci wallet and fucking shiny shoes. There there I am. That's what I want. And I want the fucking sunglasses that 
you can see my eyes and they're like a light shade of a like a brown tint and I leave them on when I walk in the place that's what I want that's the aesthetic that I'm gonna cultivate and it's coming so stay tuned right I'm trying to bring the shit back you know the older I get the more I start realizing that some of the references that I make, people don't even understand them anymore, depending on who I'm talking to. I'm an educator. I fucking coach people into realizing how amazing they actually can be. Helping people realize their potential, I think, is my calling in life. And if I can help someone improve their lives and how they feel about themselves, I've done my job. And that makes me super happy. And that's a fucking fact. Um... But why can't I dress like a crime boss while I'm doing it, right? Why can't I fucking look like I might be into some shady shit? But in a cool way, though, right? But anyway, I make some references sometimes to people um, that are a little younger than me. And, and it's starting to happen. It's starting to happen now. Like, I'll be like, remember this thing? And then motherfuckers will be like, no. I don't know what that shit is. And then I started realizing, oh, some people were born in the year 2002, you know, which uh, just sounds crazy to me because <laughs> I guess that's just going to continue to happen unless we unless we really just fucking blow the planet up. Like, it's just going to keep happening. I'm just going to get older and motherfucker and all the shit that I liked as a kid is not going to be cool or relevant anymore. Unless they just keep doing all these remakes, which also just seems to be a thing, which I'm over. Um, but real, real quick, I want to get back into the social outing situation. So being at a social outing while you're sober um, is actually totally fine. If you're a person who is is confident and stays in their own lane and doesn't need to do what everybody else is doing see for me i've never been a follower and i'm not disparaging people who are followers because if you're a follower you know you're a follower even if you don't want to admit it you know that you're a fucking follower you know it you have to at least right are you that obtuse that you don't know that you're a fucking follower follower you're just a doorman doorman um <sighs> leslie man so fucking funny to me uh yeah if you're if you're a follower it's tough because i was sitting down at the table and one of the guys goes hey we're all taking shots at the bar everybody cool and then he like started counting people in that, that were raising their hand and got to me and like was like no not you not you some people get a, some people don't like that because people don't like to be excluded from things i'm a person who doesn't give a shit about being excluded from things. I actually uh, am okay with it. I'm not going to take it personally if you go, yeah, you're not doing this thing you said you're not going to do, right? But some people, it makes you feel a way. Maybe it triggers something. Maybe you were the last person picked in gym class on the team and you'll forever, you'll forever feel like that feeling of rejection. I don't know. There's certain things. If you don't address your childhood trauma... You're going to have, you're going to struggle. You know what I mean? Like, if you don't fight your demons, yo, J. Cole said, I'm bleeding from fighting my demons head up. You got to fight these motherfuckers head up, bro. You got to square up with them and be, and look them in the face and have tough conversations. 
You know, otherwise you're just always going to fucking be this insecure person and it spills over into your relationships with your friends and your family and your fucking partner or whatever, romantically, all this shit, right? So I think a, I think an important thing to do is catch yourself in a moment of being a bitch this week, right? At least one time being like, I need to get out of my own way. Even the concept of getting out of your own way, I really think about it in terms of, you ever play Mario Kart? And you're doing like a trial where you're trying to beat yourself and there's like a ghost version of you next to you and you're, you're racing yourself. That's how you got to treat life. You got to treat that shit like, am I going to get in my own way or am I going to fucking be better than I was before, right? Getting in your own way. Just fucking get over yourself, right? It's not about it's not about like breaking yourself down to a point where you have no pride or 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 anything like that like you just or no shame or whatever but yo you should be able to address or get to a point work on that right like you know we should be able to work on our quote unquote flaws everybody's different and everybody's on their own timeline and we, speaking of timelines, we spend so much time comparing ourselves to what other people are doing always, right? Fuck social media, whether it was on social media or whether you're just around your peers and you hear a motherfucker go, we just bought a house. And you're like, shit, how the fuck am I going to pay rent in my apartment next month? You know what I mean? Like, it's easy to just hear or want what people have because we're all just a bunch of fucking chimps, right? So... But see, if we were actually chimps, then somebody would have the thing that you want and you would just probably just rip their fucking eyeballs out and take it, right? So we're not you know, we're not that bad. Um, but listen, guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I'm sorry this has been running over a little bit, but I do want to say uh, we have another Beverly show coming up, sketch show. If you live in New York City, if you live in New Jersey or Connecticut or any of the tri-state area, we had Rab himself from Viva La Bam and Jackass come in from Pennsylvania to watch our show. Um, so if he can do it, you can also do it. Uh, it's on November 15th, I'd like to say. Let me just hold on. Let me pull out a calendar real fast. Bear with me. Yes, it is on November 15th. So come on out to our show. It's on a Monday night uh, at the Asylum NYC um, in New York City. So you can look that up, Asylum NYC. And um, otherwise, like my show, share my show, subscribe to that shit so you can get more of this every motherfucking week, all right? I love you all. Thank you to the people who listen every week. Shout out to my homegirl, Rocky Powell, Wild Nights with Rocky. Check out her podcast. Shout out to my girl, Courtney Arona, who I actually got to see in person last night. Shout out to you. Love you. Thank you for your support always. Um, and I hope you all have a fucking fantastic day. I hope you had a safe Halloween. Holidays are coming. Get ready. Christmas trees are going up. But uh, in the meantime, take care of yourselves, and I'll talk to you soon. Oh, and take care of the people you love, too. Hey.